Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here. Uh, today we're going to be talking about what would actually happen if Trump won this election, which would obviously be very bad. And uh, QAnon getting hit with the ban hammer on YouTube and they're pouting and screaming about this and how sad they are that social media is actually waking up and taking notice of them. On top of all that, of course, we have breaking news. Donald Trump refuses to condemn QAnon yet again because Donald Trump is a terrible human being. Uh, first of all, I wanted to get into the whole Trump winning thing. Because if Trump wins, I mean, everything's fucked. It's going to be really bad. But the one silver lining in all of it is that QAnon still will never get what they want. They will never get the storm. They will never get their 60,000 sealed indictments. They will never see Obama and Hillary in jail. Because Trump just wants to stay out of jail himself. He doesn't actually want to put in any work to do anything. He didn't really care about Hillary at all. Once he won the election, he was like, meh, Hillary, Schmillery, whatever, I'm president now, I don't care. He knows that screaming and yelling about Obama is something his base wants to hear. He understands this. And this is the thing that is kind of, like, for QAnon, beautiful, because it allows them to just keep on keeping on without ever getting a payoff. Because Trump's going to talk shit about Obama and Hillary and Comey and all the other people and the bad things they did to him. And now they're all going to have to pay. But at the end of the day, he doesn't really care. He just wants to stay out of jail himself. He just wants to uh, flex his power and uh, be president and be important and meaningful in the world. And all that kind of stuff. But he doesn't actually care about the QAnon agenda any so much as it can just get him a few more votes. Once he's reelected, he'll never do a goddamn thing for those people because he doesn't care. He's just going to let Mitch McConnell appoint judges to the Supreme Court and the federal courts and just be a dumb idiot who does dumb idiot shit. 
He doesn't. He's not going to try. He's not going to work at being president. And if he manages to survive four more years without his uh, massive obesity and his rotting brain uh, forcing him out of the presidency, he might grumble, grumble about bullshit trying to stay in office past 2024, but no one's going to listen to him because he's not a popular dude. I mean, if he wins this thing, it is obviously going to be entirely due to corruption and uh, bullshit. And me, honestly, I just don't see it. I don't see how he even has a chance to steal this thing. I think he's going to be blown out in a landslide, and I think it's going to be pretty decisive. But uh, time will tell, as it were. Uh, That's the fun thing about these kinds of things, is we get results. We get an answer. We find out who's right, and we find out who's wrong. This isn't like religion, where you got to wait until you die to find out if you're right or not. And and you can't tell anybody else, because you're dead. So, tough. This is uh, like arguing about sports or arguing uh, about any other thing on Earth where you actually get to see what happens. And we're going to find out what happens. And I think on November 3rd, Trump is going to be trounced. And I think he's going to pout and bitch. But I don't think I don't think anyone's going to really care. I don't think anyone's really going to stand up for him and try to do anything on his behalf to uh, save him, as it were. I think that people are just going to look at it and go, Yo, Donnie, two scoops, you lost. Get the fuck out. Take your dumb family with you. Tom Cotton, John Howley, and Mike Flynn and all these other dirtbags, they want to run for president. They want to sit in the big chair. So uh, your time is up, old man, and uh, we'll uh, smell you later. That's that's my view. That is the scorching hot poker and politics take on all of this. Am I right? Who knows? But uh, again, that's why I have my little soapbox to yell on. And I hope that you listen and you find it at least interesting enough to keep listening. And if you think I'm an idiot, tell me I'm an idiot. If you think I'm right, pump your fist. I mean, hey, that's the, that's the way of the Intertrons. Uh, the other bigger, better news for the day is that uh, YouTube just dropped a hammer on QAnon. I saw Praying Medic had a tweet that was just like, well, I removed all my QAnon content and they still nuked my channel. That's so unfair. That would be like some white supremacist saying, well, I got rid of all my Holocaust denial shit and they still nuked my channel. Who the fuck cares? You're a praying medic. You're a QAnon piece of shit. That's the thing. You can't wipe the stink of QAnon off. You can't get rid of it. You can't just say that you're some generic right-wing person just trying to make it in this topsy-turvy world and you happen to do a little... Digging in on the QAnon stuff, just for the chuckles every now and then. You bring up Q. You are a Q guy. Anyone who does the Q drops and talks about Q and all this other shit, you're Q guys. You're Q guys for life. Jordan Sather, Q guy. Dustin Nemos, Q guy. X-22 Report, Q guy. Praying Medic, Q guy. All of you are Q guys, and you will wear that for eternity. That's how this works. It's the whole thing about you build a hun- you build a hundred buildings and you're an architect, but if you fuck one sheep, now you're a sheep fucker and that's your lot in life. You all fucked the sheep. You fucked the dumb sheep that was QAnon, and that's you. And that should be the first thing anyone ever remembers about any of you grifters, even 10, 20 years down the line. David Hayes, a.k.a. Praying Medic, was a QAnon-promoting sack of shit. Now in the year 2030, this is his latest grift. 
this dirtbag piece of shit. So yeah, fuck you. Fuck all of you scammers. You're all just absolutely terrible human beings using this internet death cult to try to make yourselves relevant and also to make money because that's what this is all about for you people. It's a scam and you know it and you don't care how many people you hurt while perpetrating your scam as long as the money's pouring in. Because you're soulless, you're soulless demons, you're ghouls. I defy any of you pricks to go to QAnon casualties and read that shit and see what you're doing to the world. I want you to actually see the damage. I want to strap you people down into a chair, clockwork orange style, and make you read all the heartbreak and suffering that happens from people having their marriages destroyed by QAnon, losing their parents or their children or a sibling to this bullshit that you peddle, that you drive into people's brains, and you encourage other people to drive it into their brains. You make red-pilling guides to con people into buying into this shit. It's sick. It's a sociopathy. It is truly evil. It is unmitigated evil, what these people do. And I honestly feel like what's happening right now is YouTube and the other social media platforms are looking at the polls, they're looking at the time to the election, they're looking at the massive amounts of early voting that are going on, and they see the tilt towards the Democrat, then they're thinking to themselves, hey, maybe it's time we kind of put a lid on this whole QAnon thing. Maybe it's time we acted responsible because the president of the United States is not going to be a carnival clown much longer. He's not going to be some idiot who will leave the door open for QAnon. Joe Biden's going to have no problem condemning QAnon and telling the FBI to investigate them and to start poking around on Ape Kuhn and all of Mr. Watkins' bullshit and all that kind of stuff. And that's what's going to happen. And I think social media platforms see the writing on the wall and they realize they want to get in good of the new boss that's coming down the pike. So suddenly the internet death cult that they kid-gloved for three years is persona non grata because... It's not going to fly under a Biden administration to be peddling this shit because QAnon under Biden will only become more psychotic and more extreme because the whole thing has been about Trump killing all their enemies legally, cleanly, efficiently. When Trump can't do that, well, somebody has to start doing the killing. Who's going to start killing people? Somebody's got to start killing these people. How else are we going to save the world without killing? That's the thing. That's the biggest and most important thing to remember about all of this is that it is all about this revenge fantasy. It is all about this ridiculous idea that these people are one day, somehow, some way, going to win. And they win by seeing their enemies die before them because they're bloodthirsty monsters. And it sucks that this is American political discourse in the year of our Lord 2020, where calling somebody a satanic pedophile is standard. It's just normal. 
just par for the course that you have to go through the day trying to tell people that Tom Hanks doesn't drink the blood of children and then being like, okay, pedophile, because only pedophiles would defend Tom Hanks, known pedophile. But YouTube bringing down the hammer, reading all of their screeching, reading all of their anger, reading all of their very dry uh, responses, and then they're retreating to BitChute and other uh, off-brand sites to peddle their their toxic shit. It's nice. And I I hope Twitter follows this up and actually brings the hammer down on these jerks. So that I am just screenshotting Gab and Parlor crap all day and giving them the razzle-dazzle because I'm allowed to post on Twitter because I'm not a terrible human being and I don't steal money from people and I don't hope that all my enemies be, are to be murdered for the crimes I imagine in my head. Because, yeah, that's the difference between reality world and QAnon world. Reality world is more boring, but it also has the benefit of being real. That's the whole fun of reality, as it were. Or maybe it's not so much fun, but it is the truth. It is very late, and I am very tired, but I will go through the questions, because I owe that to you good folks. The Grand Inquisitor, A.I.S. Millard, who I read, uh, did a big uh, SPC um, event recently, and uh, good luck to him. I will take a link to read that stuff in a little while. He says, instead of a clear Biden or Trump victory, I think we'll get a disputed situation where the GOP invents some cause for them to have won that the Democrats dispute. What should we do in such a case? How will Q monopolize on that situation? Um, I don't know how the GOP would do such a thing because there's just so much polling in the states that matter that Biden's way, way, way ahead in. I mean, the only thing that could possibly happen that would make it a disputed event through the night, as it were, is if Trump somehow managed to close the gap in Florida and made Florida competitive, and then Pennsylvania was just really slow to count because Pennsylvania is probably going to be kind of slow to count. But even then, even then, it's tricky to see how it doesn't just kind of go to Biden anyways because... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Biden's probably going to win Arizona. And if Biden wins, and, and this is like really like the low end of Biden's range, really. If Biden wins Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Arizona, even without Nebraska's second, in as long as he wins either Nebraska's second district or Maine's Republican district, which he's again favored to win both, uh, he will hit 270 with either one of them. And that would make him the winner. And that's without Pennsylvania reporting. If he wins both those little districts, he wins 271 and he's still the president. So. I don't know exactly how Trump would ever have the means by which to uh, contest the election. Uh, also, I think by I think because I think Biden wins Florida. I think he wins North Carolina, and I think he's competitive in Georgia, and that puts him in the mid three three thirties without Georgia. He gets Georgia, and he's at three fifty one, and then. Then we're looking at Texas for the real blowout. And I think that's possible. And then, I, I mean, the absolute crazy total annihilation win is somewhere around like 407 electoral votes for Biden. Maybe he wins Montana. Maybe he wins like South Dakota. Like I've, I've seen like the, uh, the unbelievably optimistic map for Biden is like two, is 413. So I would assume that probably means like South Dakota or something. Oh, actually, it's Iowa. It's Iowa. That's what I was one of the things I wasn't tapping on the map. Yeah, if he gets Iowa, then he gets four thirteen without Montana. So that's that's the thing is that like the the total blowout map is possible, but I think like the Biden worst case scenario map is still a win, and I don't know how Trump contests. I just don't know what avenue he would possibly have to contest because you can't go to the Supreme Court to stop a count the count has to happen Bush versus Gore was stopping a recount and Bush versus Gore was argued under a very uh, technical bullshit because the Gore campaign wanted four counties to recount the votes they didn't want a statewide recount and the different counties were using different standards for the way to count the votes. And the Supreme Court said that violated the Equal Protection Amendment of the Constitution because all the votes should be counted the exact same way. And that's how they stopped the recount and gave it to Bush. And so that was legal wrangling and maneuvering around a recount in one state. Biden is going to be ahead in so many states. Uh, Wisconsin and Michigan are uncompetitive. Pennsylvania is uncompetitive. Uh, Florida, he's up anywhere from between four and seven right now, and the early voting looks incredible. North Carolina, he's up four. Georgia, it's close, and the early voting's great. Texas, the early voting is incredibly Democratic. I mean, Arizona, he's up like he's up like four or five, and um, McSally is just an anchor around Trump's neck in that state. So, I mean, I just. I don't know how the Republicans do it, but if they do, if they try some shit, 
you protest. You get out in the streets and you march and you bitch and you stamp your feet and you say this will not stand and you demand redress for your grievances as per the Constitution. The right to peacefully assemble is a bedrock foundation of America. And we peacefully assemble and we protest and we say, no, this will not stand. We will not tolerate it. This is, uh, again, from the Founding Fathers in the Constitution, this is losing the consent of the governed. That's what we as Americans do with our government. We give them, we consent to them passing the laws and running the country. And when uh, they no longer have that consent, that's when we stand up and we demand change. And this is the thing. It's like I, I've, I've read all the horror porn. I've, all, I've read all the fear-mongering. I've read all the shit about how Pennsylvania is going to appoint different electors and this, that, the other thing. And here's a way that Trump could steal it and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. State elected officials don't want to go down in history as the guy that thwarted the will of American democracy. They want to fuck their secretaries and give their dumb cousins a cushy job. That's what they that's what they got into politics for. They're not in it for this shit. They're not in it for this to be a national laughingstock. Fuck all that. They have no desire to have that happen. So they're not going to do it. They're going to back down. These people don't take the heat very well. In Kentucky, there was the disputed election. And they were just sort of like, eh, maybe we'll just throw the election out. We'll give it to the Republican anyways, because that's what we feel like. And in the end, they backed down. They let the Democrat be governor. Because they don't want to deal with this shit. They don't want to become a lightning rod. They don't want people protesting and screaming at them and and, and telling them that they're killing American democracy. That's way above their station in life. They just want to restrict abortion rights and hate gay people and let people carry guns in the bars and get drunk and shoot their guns at people and all that kind of stuff. They just want to be dumb, ignorant, racist assholes. But they don't want to be called out on it. They don't want to have attention drawn to all that. So when Sam such and such from bumfuck Pennsylvania is told that he has to fucking screw the Electoral College up so Donald Trump can get four more years, that sounds good in theory, but when he's got protesters in front of his house 24 hours a day, eh, his mind changes. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I ain't doing this. I ain't going down for Donald Trump. Fuck him. Everyone will forget about this in two weeks and I can go back to my quiet life of getting $80,000 Paid salary, and all the bribes I get on the side. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's what they want. They want to want to go back to that. They don't want to deal with this shit. Just yell at them. Just fucking yell at them a little bit. They'll change their minds. They'll back down. Because that's the important thing about the Republicans and Trump in general. They're fucking cowards. They're cowards who cave when they're stood up to. Period. Off topic. What kind of microphone and recording setup do you have? I have a Yeti, and I have a giant Yeti arm that is currently broken, and it is incredibly frustrating. 
I am holding the Yeti arm right now, trying to balance it to keep my microphone near my mouth. And the pauses and the screw-ups that are going on right now are because of the fact that the Yeti arm is very heavy and clunky, and it's fucking with me. It's making this a very awkward podcast that I'm doing. I'm going to have to find a way to fix this for my next podcast. I'm going to have to find a way to set up this uh, microphone that I can just talk into it cleaner and easier without having it touch the uh, desk. Because I've learned that if I if I ground my Yeti microphone, it generates a very unpleasant amount of feedback that uh, makes the podcast not great to listen to. And I record on Audacity. When we do the three-man pod, um, it's I think we have two microphones for three people, as it were. Um, Ellen and Sarge are on remote most of the time. The last one, Sarge was actually uh, were on remote, and L was um, in studio with me. And we had a tough time coordinating around the microphone, so that was annoying. So once we get a little more money and a little more um, work done on this thing, we're going to have to get multiple microphones and try to find a way to create a better sound feed and figure out a way to uh, do sound editing or hire a sound editor. Because professionalism is part of the job that we have been terribly lacking on and we need to fix that. Uh, bleep testing now, triple exclamation point. It says, my mind won't even let me try to visualize what the world will be like four years from now if Trump wins again. Oh, I know. It's terrible. It is not good. Uh, but it won't be the storm, which is all, which is about the only good thing that will happen. And when the vaccine for COVID comes out, oh boy, having Trump peddle that shit and having QAnon freak out, that'll be a spicy meatball. He'll be wishing President Pence was in power at that point because uh, he will lose his audience very quickly in that moment. Yuriku Oisiku, uh, I have no idea how to say your name. I've heard it's a joke. I, I, I kind of get the idea behind it, but I really don't know. Because I'm fucking illiterate. I don't understand and read. He says, did Praying Medic get banned too? And the answer to that is yes. Fuck that guy. And he bitched about it. Everyone got the axe today. It was very nice. Um, Chairman Walkman's inquisitive question account. <laughs> Thoughts on pineapple as a pizza topping? I, I'm very boring on pizza toppings. I like hamburger. I like bacon. I like non-spicy meats. Uh, barbecue chicken is fine. I've never actually tried pineapple on pizza. Just because, again, I'm very unadventurous. I am dull on my pizza toppings. Uh, Michael Donnelly says, By the way, I had a page on Facebook called Walk Away with a Q instead of a W to support those wanting to leave the QAnon movement. It was removed by Facebook as part of the ban. And, uh... Oh. And my professionalism. Didn't think I'd get text, texted by the uh, Biden campaign at 1.23 in the morning. But I have. And I can get a town hall bumper sticker if I give them money. I already gave you my 20 bucks, Joe. Try to give you a little bit more before the election. But uh, times are tough. You know how it is, Joe. Me and Joe talk all the time. He, he texts me a lot. We're tight. 
Flyza says, not to sound mean, but learning that a false positive makes me happy. It means it's not just manual removal of a few more visible channels, but a broad sweep by the algorithm. Which is good. Yes. And he says, try and peel, make it clear you were reporting negatively, and ask for a if a specific video caused the ban. And then finally, uh, Bastard Sinner says, lol, it's great, the, the storm they thought was coming is just them being thrown into Twitmo. Yes, it is great that their desire to see their enemies punished is actually them being thrown off social media, which is what they richly deserve, because they're terrible. I mean, it it sucks it took this long for it to happen, but the fact that it is happening now is nice. And anyone who wants to cry censorship, if anyone who wants to piss and moan about how awful this is and how we're living in 1984. Just look at what QAnon stands for. Just look at what they believe in. And tell me what society can gain from having an open and honest dialogue with these nihilist dirtbags. Just just try me. Just, just enlighten me. Red pill me on the value of giving QAnon a social media platform. Because I can't see it. I don't think it exists. There's no value to it. They are a net negative on the universe. So get rid of them, cast them to the four winds, let them go to Parlor and Gab and anywhere else, and we will still track them, we will still report them, and we will still comment on them, and so on and so forth. But limit their reach. Keep them away from Grandpa. Keep them away from Normies. Keep them, keep them from poisoning the minds of other people that stumble across them innocently. So that's the old podcast for tonight. I will probably do another solo podcast over the weekend. Hopefully work will not be brutal, so I can bang that out. And then on Tuesday or Wednesday, we will do another three-man pod and try to keep all of you good folks entertained and not so nervous going into the selection because only the fate of the world hangs in the balance. No big deal, right? I mean, jeez. Yeah, six one half dozen or the other, all that good stuff. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, so... That all being said, Poker and Politics signing off. Catch you all later. Stay safe and have a good one. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.